Hello and welcome to my favourite podcast we do every year because football has the ability to make you look very smart or very stupid and either way that's fun, it's usually stupid. Speaking of stupid, I'm joined by KC. Duh. Yeah, how's things, mate? Yeah, not bad, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. I'm a, I'm very much excited for the season now. Uh, as always, I have to do our Simpsons title, which on this occasion is Mike White's podcast, episode 166. I predict 6 o'clock at 5.30. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you what. The production standards have gone through yeah. the roof. Yeah, it's not that. Literally, when I typed in that quote, that was the first result on Google. So it only took me thirty seconds to do. Uh, yeah, it's um. We've got. I don't know if Kizzy is going to do any off the fly. I think. I think I know what I'm going for for all of them. Uh, there's one that I missed off the list. I sent you, KC, which is most assists for leads, but that doesn't take a lot to come up with one um, everything else i have i have looked at and put the bare minimum amount of research into it cool that's that's the best kind of research so uh we will get there's been a little bit of news even though we only did a podcast a couple of days ago so we'll quickly get through that we talked about it last time but it's now confirmed somerville 2026 greenwood 2026 joe gallart 2027 good new contracts the, Sorry, we don't, i thought they were announcing presidential campaigns Greenwood is a presidential name. Mm. Yeah. Joffy 2026. There is a Twitter account that has Joffy mocked up as Donald Trump as their profile picture. Ugh. I can't remember who it is, but I've seen it. Mm. Uh, uh, Lewis Bate has joined Oxford United on a season-long loan. Uh, Leeds have a recall clause in January, and there's no permanent option. Yeah, it's it's probably what's needed. I don't think another another year in the under twenty ones, as it will be now, would was going to be of much benefit to him. No, I would have. I was hoping for nice football in the championship for him, hmm. but by the sounds of it, the championship options were like Rotherham, and who, who, still... who will probably go back down this year. That they, they have yeah. yo-yoed for the last few years, haven't they? Yeah, well, I mean, we 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 are now privileged Premier League fans, so we don't do the other leagues. Mm. But when we used to, it was our Rotherham in the Championship. Okay, they'll go down. Our Rotherham in League One. Okay, they'll get promoted. Well, uh, so... off the top of my head, I know I can't I can't tell you about last season. I, I remember Oxford getting into the playoffs the year before, but I also uh, don't know if that was League One or League Two. <laughs> no, I think they've been in League One for. A fair bit now. They've been relatively established. Because I, I remember that because uh, that's where Ben Woodburn was. Yeah, uh, they. I think that they've they've been up there the last couple of seasons. So hopefully they can play really well. I mean, in an ideal world, he's so shit hot that we have to bring him back in January because he's going to be involved. But so long as he just plays every week, that's the main thing. And I really like Bate. Uh, the new awake is the other thing we need to talk about. It doesn't matter, but it happened. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it matters. Mm. Um, I I want to see it in person in normal daylight because a lot of the studio shots they take of it are with a black background, so and and a bit dimmed lighting so it's, it was tough to see it, it looked like the the trim for the sponsor was almost neon yeah that is weird i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how that looks when it arrives in the post because i might have bought it this morning oh, okay i um 
it's weird. It is not at all the Awaker I wanted. I wanted that one that was on DHgate, basically. Yeah. Like everyone else did. And you can tell it did well, because I've seen so many people with the shirts off DHgate. Uh, but I actually, I sort of like it when we go a bit mental. I love that bus seat kit. I, that, that's, that shirt is one of my favourites from the last few years. Is, is that one from the, the playoff season? I also uh, like the glow in the dark kit as well. There's the, the, the grey one we did that I've got um, Robbie Gotts on the back of, the, the grey oh, yeah. one with the pink trim. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I've got to say, I, I've, I've kind of enjoyed just design-wise us going a bit mad. Even though, yeah, just... like, I said, like I said, my ideal away kit for me is that Kappa one that was just blue with the yellow trim. Like, yeah. that. that's a Leeds United away shirt for me. Think the Strongbow blue kit. That's the one, but yeah, it, and then and then you do the inverse of that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would have thought as well. Just don't go mental with the home kit. Keep that really basic. If you're going to go mental, do it with the others. Uh, but I um, yeah, I think it's it's one of them, though, isn't it? We this will not happen. But if we win at Old Trafford in that kit, everyone will fucking love it. Yeah, that's it, basically. <laughs> I think yeah. There's I mean the the. the the kits from last season, there won't be a whole lot of love for in as much as there's not many fond memories of them. No. But, um, I mean, ultimately, like, I always liked the, whatever you want to call it, Violet. I, I quite like that one. As, as, because, again, it, I think I liked it because it stuck to plain Violet with simple trim. Mm. So that that's kind of what I want our third like whatever the third kit looks like fucking mint green yeah <laughs> it comes out i'm always i'm always fearful because he might that th- there will be a red one at some point yeah well they tested the waters didn't they the, well the burgundy. With, the, with the burgundy yeah because it wasn't it wasn't maroon was... yeah <laughs> except it sometimes was like that quiz yeah, that the club organised, yeah, and then we all went on the club website. So no, actually, that's how you described it. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm not bitter about that quiz or anything. No, goddamn charities. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So the 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 meat of this podcast, we will preview Wolves a bit afterwards as well. But the main bit of this is to get all our pre pre season predictions down on paper. Uh, last season. We actually tied on points on the preseason stuff, but I have since gone back through it. KC did win. Uh, he, he got me on the matches. Uh, and since we never did a Player of the Year award. Yeah, <laughs> they never released them because I'm guessing they just decided no one deserved it. Is, uh, is there is there a point where you finish so low down the table you just go, you know what? No. Just, yeah, I think, that, I, I think there is, and it's if you get relegated. Because I, th- I think the thing for us is as well, because typically now they do the Player of the Year awards. It's either the the final or the penultimate home game of the season. It's straight after that at the Pavilion. Yeah. Um, but I imagine when you're still deeply entrenched in a relegation fight, no, it's, a, it's a not exactly uh, it's not exactly yeah. what you want to be going to. 
it wasn't even we were still in the fight. I mean, at the time of the last home game, we were odds on to get relegated. Well, I was going to say by the time the it was was Brighton the last home game. Yeah, we so, yeah, we strong. we were in the relegations. We were eighteen and without to go down. Without that Strauch header in the last minute, we were as good as down. Like, it's all we're in, Yeah, we're in serious shit. Uh, but we'll start with the opposite of being in serious shit. Uh, as always, five if correct, ten if dead on. I think basically the point system stays the same, except for the individual player goals, because that kind of broke it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, KC, uh, in order... Can I have your top four in the Premier League? Uh, I have got finishing fourth, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal to finish third, Liverpool to finish second, and Man City to win it. Huh. I have Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. Huh. Which we do tend to have a bit of previous for this. Uh, I do think that this is the season that Arsenal will click. Like, yeah, they've just... made some good signings. I've got, I've got to give them that. Yeah, Jesus think... is a really good signing. He's so much more mobile than Lacazette is now. Uh, he's a, you know, I just think that that's a good signing. Zinchenko, really good in midfield, but when Kieran Tierney inevitably gets injured, he can play left back too. Yeah, I'd, I'll, I'd, I've just, uh, I don't know if you have actually. I've started watching. Um, Sorry, I forgot the name of it now. I was going to call it Drive to Survive Arsenal. All, all, all or nothing. <laughs> all or nothing. Same thing um, on Arsenal. And it is funny, like, listening through and, and thinking, like, that that is, by Premier League standards, it's a very young team. So I think getting someone like Jesus in, who, who has that Premier League winner's experience at this point, and, and is not, I, don't, I couldn't tell you by looking. Being off the top of my head, I assume he's about 25, 26. I think he's 25, but I'll have a look. He is so 25. It's, it's probably the age they, of player they need to be aiming for with a bit more Premier League nows about them. And yeah, and it's just genuine quality. Fuck yeah, it, no. no. Arsenal are winning it now. I've talked myself into it. I did at one point. Uh, like I've moved him up to third. At one point, I had him fourth. But I, the problem is I could never look past the top two as the top two. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'd have liked to. Uh, I'll go first on these, the uh, the bottom three. Uh, in 20th place, I have Bournemouth, 19th, Fulham. 18th, before we played Cagliari, I had Leeds, but I now have Southampton. In 20th, I have Fulham. In 19th, I have Bournemouth. In 18th, I have Southampton. Well, at least they're not exactly the same. Um... At, least, at least you flipped Fulham and Bournemouth. I... Southampton's my weird one. Not because people are expecting them to be down there, everyone is. The thing with Southampton is, with the players they've bought, they've bought like, what, six players, and it's Joe Aribo, and then 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. But they are all really highly rated. Like, I would not be shocked if Southampton came 12th, and they all played well. But when you've bought that many youngsters, and when you finished the previous two seasons as badly as they did. It just, yeah. it feels like it's coming. All they need is once to not have a good start and I think they'll start panicking. Yeah, it, it seems like a risky move to, I, I know, like last season, they, they got a couple of them in because they got Broher in, didn't they? And um, 
this Livermento they signed, didn't they? Yeah, Livermento's still there. But but yeah, it was still again bringing in these younger players to to prop up that team, and it does feel like it's a team that probably not so much this summer, but has got weaker and re- got weaker and weaker the last few years, and they are trying to prop it up with younger players that aren't that tested. Yeah, like I'm just looking at it now. Um, the ins, obviously, they signed Joe Rebo from Rangers, but Amel Bellacotchap, the centre back from Bochum, I've from what I've read, he sounds decent, but I haven't seen much. That Romeo Levia from Man City from their under 21s is meant to be really good, but again, he's 18. Seku Mara from Bordeaux, pretty good, but 19. Gavin Bazunu from Man City, he was like, you know, he's played. I don't know, double-figure games for Ireland at this point. And I know it's a different level, but he was player at year for Portsmouth last season on loan. Mm. And goalkeeper, I've always said, is the one position where the level doesn't matter that much. If you if you have a shit-hot season in League 2, you're still facing loads of shots. If you're making loads of saves, you're probably a good goalkeeper. Mm. So I'm not so worried about him, but I'm really not sure quite how it's going to go. If it'll let me change tab, but there we go. Um, so, uh, yeah, because your Premier League top scorer. Uh, hark at Mr. Original, I am. I've got Mohamed Salah. Um, fair. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, I, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a, really good, he's a really good player in a really good team, isn't he? <laughs> uh, speaking of really good players in really good teams, it's a bit of a risk, actually, because it's as good as he is, he does have injuries, and it's his first season. But Erling Haaland, mm. I think he's going to miss eight games for injury, and still score like twenty-seven goals. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I think physically, I don't think it'll take him too long to adapt to the Premier League. Looking at him, no. Although, if I'd never seen him before and I'd just watched the Community Shield, I'd be saying we should be playing Alvarez instead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that we didn't both go for Haaland, to be honest. Um, obviously, I thought about Kane as well, but I don't think Spurs are going to have a great season. Uh, I've done a full 1-20 to that will come out on through it all together at 5 o'clock today. Um, and when my reason for Spurs not having a great season is just because my gut tells me they won't. Like, there is no logical reason. <laughs> They've got good players and a really good manager, and I just, for some reason, don't think it's going to work. Um, in the Premier League, Casey, your top assister. Um, I've got for Mason Mount. Oh, interesting. I, th- I think he was top five or top six last season. Um, but yeah, I, I've not got a lot to say about it. again. Just a good mm. player. The one I've gone for, I think he was second last year, uh, and now he's got someone who is more likely to score directly from him than before. I've gone for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Because I think Liverpool will score slightly fewer goals than they did last season, but they, in theory, should be slightly less spread out. Hmm. Uh, and Trent Alexander-Arnold loves a cross, and Darwin Nunes loves getting on the end of a cross. Like Luciano um, Becchio loves getting on the end of a cross. They're basically the same player. Yeah. Uh, um, one where I'm scared will have the same. Uh, first Premier League boss to get sacked or leave. Um. Just because I've 
I kept saying it now, I've gone for a Ralph Hassan Hoodle. And I think he'll resign. I, I think at some point it's just going to go that wrong that he's going to have to walk away. But I don't know how after these last two seasons he's, he's still been in a job where they've had the disastrous runs they've had in the second half. So I am almost 100% sure that this athletic one, that this athletic notification I just got was cut off at the long point. But I just better check. Yes, Thomas Tuchel leading the way, but it was cut off at Thomas Tuchel, L E A. So I was like, I was, <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't, what do you mean, leaves? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's the article about who, which managers make the most excuses. I did see yeah. I, haven't, I haven't read it yet, but I have seen the uh, the title for that. For a second, I thought we were on about that and he'd left. Mind you, well, given some of his interviews in pre season, you won't be that shocked. Uh, you can clock on surprises. It's, it's yeah, I sometimes you just have to go with your heart. Frank Lampard. Um, do you think he'll uh, but, get sacked, or do you think he'll throw a strop and? No, I and think he'll walk. get sacked. Uh, I've got Everton avoiding relegation by a couple of places, and the write-up is they'll be in the relegation zone, sack Frank Lampard, and then be okay. Because uh, that's what I think will happen. Um, but you've got Rabbit Hutch. That's the translation of Hassan Hutchinson, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, FA Cup winners. Again, because these are just completely random. I've got Newcastle because I think they're, they're really going to want to go for it in the cups at some point. You can't be the uh, Magpies and this averse to winning silverware. You'll, uh, you'll very, very good line. <laughs> um, I, you'll notice a pattern with me for the FA Cup. I've got Man City, and I may as well say now that for the League Cup, I've got Man City. Did you have them for the Community Shield? Uh, well, we didn't bother with the community <laughs> shield. Uh, Retroactively, got... what would you have gone for? I'd have still gone for Man City. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah who have you got for the League Cup? Uh, I've got Arsenal. Because, again, I think at some point Arteta needs to, to get a trophy. If it wasn't for me having that weird feeling about Spurs, I was thinking Spurs for that. Hmm. But... Um, I'll give you one guess as to who I've gone for for the Champions League, Casey. Is it Man City? It is Man City. Because I have said, I am on the record on here of saying I will go for Man City to win the Champions League every year until they do. I I was <laughs> tempted to go with the same thing, but in an attempt to inspire Man City to win the Champions League, I picked Barcelona. Uh, I, I assume by the time the, the business end of the Champions League comes around, and even the group stages... They'll have sorted out this financial snafu they're written about uh, with Frankie de Jong and being able to register players. And uh, I believe they've asked PK and Busquets to take another deferral. Did you see that there was, uh, and I think it might have been from Transfer Marks, it was a list of their annual and weekly wages. And like all of their first. 18 to 20 players are all on over 100 grand a week. And I was just there going, this is insanity. Yeah, well... Financially, I mean, this, like... is, this is... There's a reason you're in this position. <laughs> yeah, well, again, obviously, you have no... I'd say there's no way it's true because of the finances, but with these, you never know. Apparently, they have agreed personal terms with Bernardo Silva. And apparently, they are trying to hijack the Kuka, the Kukurea to Chelsea. Bit. How? How does this happen? 
<laughs> the whole <laughs> issue seems to be that Frankie de Jong is still umming and ahhing about whether to leave or not. Yeah. And it's the, like, the, the, there's only so much money they're going to save by him leaving. Yeah. It is just insane. How much are they paying him? I think Frankie de Jong's on like 350 grand a week or something daft. It's big money. But even the players they're trying to register, that's far beyond that. Do you think that Rafinha was so desperate to go that he's actually on about 25 grand a week? Uh, according to <laughs> according to the thing I saw earlier, it's about 240, so... Yeah, oh, right. He's, he's doing okay if he's actually getting paid and able to play in La Liga. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do what Rangers talked about doing when you know when there was talks of them trying to sign Ronaldo, where you've just got certain players that only play in the Champions League? What, like they'll side him and go, look, this is your wage, but we're only paying you half that because you only have to play half the time. Yeah, Lewandowski, Champions League only, pal. Take it easy. Week before a game, just yeah. keep yourself at this weight, you'll be fine. Yeah, just keep yourself fit for World Cup. Um, the Europa League. Uh, I'll go first on this. It worked out last year because he loves a trophy. I've gone for Roma. Um, I've gone for Arsenal again. Fair enough. I, I, I suppose it depends on how the season's looking, but having not had Champions League football for a while, winning a European trophy and guaranteeing yourself a place in the Champions League for the first time in a couple of years be, would put Arteta in the good books. Yeah, that's they would. I, th- I believe they are favourites for it. Um, but whoever the highest sort of ranked English team is, is always it's, the favourite. It's them. Bear in mind the two teams in there. Uh, it's them and Scum. Yeah. And uh, I mean, look at you now, you big <laughs> clubs. Look at you now. You'd swap, wouldn't you? In terms, of... <laughs> no, you can take your you can take your unbeaten season and stick it up your ass, can't you? Yeah. Where did it get you? Got you a little trophy. <laughs> um yeah, I I've you know, Jose Mourinho, that cup competitions, that's his thing. It'll be mm. so the hardest one to predict, and of course, hundred percent record. <laughs> Nailed it last year with Roma. Um but the hardest competition to pick because right now in there are zero confirmed teams. In the Europa Conference League, oh no, there's, uh, there's some. No, there's some that are confirmed to be in the qualifying rounds. Oh, right, yeah, but well, they they haven't got to that bit yet. <laughs> it could all go so wrong so quickly. Uh, have you got one written down? I have. I've gone for Villarreal. Fuck, we've gone for the same thing. <laughs> it was them or West Ham. It was like. Yeah, like that, that, that's all I had. I'm genuinely going to have a glance. Um, because see if it's see if it's someone because it's, it's really boring if we go for the same one, but like, my, I mean, I dare say you had a similar reasoning of well, look who's in it, they're a good side. Unai Emery loves winning a European trophy. Uh, I mean, Nice, maybe I'm gonna go for Fiorentina. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the teams in the round, I mean, God, I hope Dundee United do it just for, for my mate Glenn. But, um, yeah. And I'm also going to put a little note next to it that I switched. So that I, just, I can be doubly annoyed at the end of the season. I mean, honest to God, I wish 
we were in this competition from the first qualifying round. Because I'd love to go to, uh, let's have a look, St. Joseph's of Gibraltar. Because why not? Travel yeah. all the way to Bala Town of Wales. Yeah, and the good thing with them is it's they're so far flung that you don't even feel like the flights are gonna quadruple in price every time. You know, you they'll know how, go up a bit. <laughs> you know when Ryanair said that they're taking you to Barcelona, but it's actually not. The the airport is actually in the towns where these clubs live. You know, yeah. and, and are from like it's actually more convenient. Yeah. Well, maybe next season. Um, I think that is it for our just Premier League general ones. Uh, do you want to? Is I'm assuming all the likely unlikely stuff that you've done is Leeds based. Yes. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll do them first before the main predictions, just because I think it's a uh, because we should finish on our finishing position, shouldn't we? Are we? Are we doing our out there? Best? Oh, oh yeah. We can do our notable mad shit if you want. Which have you have the phrase notable mad shit is directly nicked from how the football ramble do theirs. Okay. Mine, that's what they call it. Mine does not feel that mad, to be honest. It, we'll um, see if it's mad enough. If it isn't at all mad, then we'll make you come I'll, to I'll try else. and come up with something else before the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I've just come up with that Fulham don't win in a away game all season. Um, I've, I've got a feeling. It's not, it's not like insane, but. It was. I'd say it's unlikely enough. Good. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um. Mine is mine is madder. You might inspire me with these. I might come up with more. But if you, if I, get uh, off your I mean, I did come up with three. One of them, the one I'm going to go with, isn't even really football. Uh, all elite wrestling run an angle at halftime of a home match. <laughs> <laughs> Should, should specify that is for Fulham. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Um, any, I mean, cross promotion. I like people it. People that won't care, but Tony Khan, whose father Shad Khan owns Fulham. Tony Khan is Fulham's director of football. He also runs a wrestling company called All Elite Wrestling. I think at some point they'll be on a UK, they will do a UK show at some point this year. And in promoting it, they will be on the pitch interviewing probably Darby Allen and somebody. Darby uh, Allen's jumping uh, off the top of one of the stands. Yeah, and Darby Allen will jump off something onto someone. Oh my God, Darby scrap. Allen, he stood on top of the Michael Jackson statue. I think What's that, he going to do? <laughs> that's the one I'll go for. But I, the two that are football-based are... You know what? I won't, I, I've got it specified, but I could... It's still mad enough without. A player scores six goals in a Premier League match. Okay. Probably her, probably Haaland. And my my other one that I thought about was Cristiano Ronaldo will join Newcastle in January. Ooh. Now that it seems like a no Champions League club particularly wants him. Yeah, he'll just say he'll okay. just go. <laughs> he'll just go. Well, who's going to pay a lot then? Newcastle will be like seventh and trying to really kick on. And they'll just throw all the money at him. Oh. And Ten Hag will go, yeah, I think he's fine. It's like he's but not yeah. for sale, but if someone wants to take him away. Like... But yeah, there will be some form of actual pro wrestling spot done at halftime of a Fulham home game, is mine. I'd love to see it. 
I'd love to see the match of the day reaction to it. Yeah. Or maybe they don't cover it because it's for an ITV product. Yeah, it depends who's on. If uh, Mika Richards is on, he'll love it. If Ian Wright's on, he'll probably love it. If <laughs> hey, if there's two if there's two flies like headbutting a window, Michael Richards loves it. It's so, uh, Casey, I believe that you have some likely or unlikely. I've, I've got my, yeah, got my five which, likely unlikelies here. Which is basically, even though it's called likely unlikely, is basically Casey sets a scenario. Do we think it'll happen? Yeah. So, my first one for you is uh, Robin Cock, Diego Llorente, Pascal Stroud, and Liam Cooper all to score this season. Cocuente, Strauk, and Cooper. Cooper. The four central defenders, basically. All scored just in the league, or does it include the cup? Uh, I'll go as far as I'll stretch to the cups as well. We won't be in them for long enough for it to matter. So Uh, we're um, we're going to be a lot more of a set piece team this year. So I'm going to say yes. All right. Uh, Secondly. Patrick Bamford to captain more games than Liam Cooper this season. Bamford captain more than Cooper. Because it looks like because Ailing is usually the number two, but he's not going to start as many this season. No, because in his press conference today, it sounded like Ailing will be back sooner than expected, but I still don't think he's going to be getting the side. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say no because I think when Cooper gets fit whoever with Cock and Urente is playing worse gets dropped because we don't have a left back and I think Strauch ends up staying there alright so I think Cooper will get his captaincy back uh, number three, Archie Gray to start five or more league games. Uh, five. Uh, no, not start. He might make five league appearances, though. But I don't think mm. he'll start. Uh, next one, Leeds to score more than 50 goals this season. Uh, to put that into context, last season we scored 42. The season before we scored 62. I mean, shoot, uh, just league. Oh, sorry, league goals, yeah. Yeah, uh, league score more than 50. Uh, no, I think we'll be just below that. I was looking because uh, in the table last season, the three lowest goal scorers in the division all went down. We were a couple of goals ahead of Burnley, but it yeah. was weird to see that Brighton had scored as many goals as us and finished seventh or whatever it was. Yeah, because they knew how to defend. Yeah. Uh, well, there's always that mental stat that goes around, isn't there? That, um, what was it? One year, like I think it was really early 90s, AC Milan won the league and they scored 36 goals in 34 games. That's a, that's a George Graham setup if ever I've heard one. Yeah, and they, they won the league because they just didn't concede any. <laughs> uh, and last one leads to win at least two games against the top four clubs by the end of whoever it is at the end of the season. 
to to win two or more of the eight games. At least to win at least two versus the end of season top four. Yeah. I'd have to say no again. Did we we didn't beat any of them last season, did we? Um did we even get a point last season? Don't know. We lost both to Chelsea. We we lost both against Scum. I'm going top six in my head. Oh, God, we lost yeah. both against we lost both against Scum. Not we lost both by against, Man City. We lost both against Arsenal. We got battered twice by Man City. We got Liverpool battered twice by Liverpool. Sides. We got Battered at home by Chelsea and lost 3-2 quite unluckily away. Spurs beat us both times. And Spurs beat us 2-1 two, two at their place and 4-0 at Ellen Road. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staying with no. Yeah. I know we were, I know we set up different and I think, you know, we we may well get a draw out of something now. Oh, there you go. Those are your, those are your five likely unlikelies. Uh, uh, what are you going for, for those cases? Eh? Um... I'm going to say it's unlikely that the four central defenders score. Yep. I'm going to say it's likely that Bamford captains more games than Liam Cooper this season. Oh. Uh, unlikely that Archie Gray starts five or more games. Uh, I'm going to say it's likely that we score more than 50 goals. I don't think it'd be much in it, though. And I'm going to say unlikely to uh, winning at least two games against the top four clubs. I think that's the key one, the more than 50 goals. Because if you're right, if Leeds score more than 50 goals, we will be fine this season. Because mm. the only way you can go down scoring 50 goals is if you full Bielsa mental. You know, and like lose a load of games, 5-3 and things like that. And that isn't going to happen under Marsh. Yeah, just looking like Burnley and Watford went down last season with 34. Season before that, West Brom were the highest scorers with 35. And the season before that, Bournemouth went down with 40. Yeah, like I, I think that's a big one. Like if we could, if we score enough goals, we'll bet. And as that's why, because I said before the Calgary friendly, I had us going down. And it mm. is because I couldn't see us scoring enough goals. And even though that was only a friendly, I can now see how we're going to score goals. Yeah. Just that there was actual link-up play and stuff like that, and that gave me enough confidence. Because I really didn't want to think we're going to go down. Of course, it didn't take much for me to go, good, right, confidence. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we have what are pretty much at this point our stock Leeds United questions for the season finishing with what our finishing position will be. Uh, and starting with one that is has changed, but is the same. Will Jesse Marsh last the season? Uh, yes, I think he does. I've also gone yes. I don't think that you are... I, I don't think it's going to be a rousing success, and I think they'll probably be under pressure at some point, but I think he'll get through it. Yeah. I, I think we will be... Fine, if unspectacular. Yeah, well, um, we'll say I don't know. Fine, fine just means avoiding relegation, so I think we'll be fine. Uh, another one that we had last year: Will Leeds make a first team signing in January? I've gone. I'm going no, but 
it depends how the left back situation plays out in the first yeah. half of the season. If well, in really... theory, we should have signed one before. Yeah, we should sign one in this window. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still don't think we do because I don't think it's a Bielsa thing. I think it's also a Victor Orta thing. You know, they've said before. Yeah, about the lack of value there. Um, so unless it comes out that someone has got six months left on their contract and we we see the value inside and then I, I don't see it happening. This year I've gone for yes. But I mean, last year we both went for yes and said because there's no way we can avoid it with the squad we've got. And we mm. didn't. So you may well be right that it doesn't happen. But I've gone for yes, but I think it'll only be one. Like, <laughs> I think it will only be one. Yeah. Uh, I think... The other thing is there'll be a lot of play. I think there'll be a lot of player moves in January this year compared to normal. Because I think you'll get a lot of World Cup-based transfers. Mm. And I think everyone will be trying to jump on that. See where Gareth Bale ends. Gareth Bale ends up after the World Cup. Ah, he'll just stay at LAFC. He seems happy. Uh, <laughs> um, for, for the goals, because it was like that there was more points available. It is now five if you're dead on and two if you're within one. Hmm. Because there's too many of them, and it did, it sort of broke the system a bit last time. Yeah. So, uh, Patrick, these are all. D- did we just do league, or did we include cup last season? I can't remember. I think we just do league. Well, we'll stick at league then. Uh, Patrick Bamford. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. I have twelve down because uh, I don't think he'll play every game. I think we'll rest him sometimes now. Because Marsh is willing to do that. But I think I'm just hoping he has a really good start because now Calvert Lewin's injured, it gives him a chance. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo. We just need someone's crock Ollie Watkins early doors as well, and he's he's a shoe in. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, I've got seven. Uh, I have five down. But I think I'm assuming that you would have been lower than that a couple of weeks ago. If not for uh, yeah, if not for the friendly, yeah, like it's not three. just that he scored; it's that now suddenly you think, oh, he's actually going to be in the starting lineup now. Yeah, um, Jack Harrison. Uh, I've gone with nine for my boy. Nine. I've gone seven. The last two seasons he's got eight, so that seems reasonable. Uh, for what it's worth, if he does fuck off to Newcastle, they stand. Yeah. If he goes somewhere else in the Premier League, um, Joffy. I think I've gone a bit optimistic on this one, but I've gone eight. Despite uh, the fact I don't think he's going to start that many. It's more optimistic than me, but not by much. I've gone six. Because I think the difference between this season and last season is I think he will get on pretty yeah, much that, every I game. I think that was the frustration of the Bielsa when it'd be like, Leeds need a goal. Mateus Click is warming up. You're like, but Gelhart's there. Yeah, this season, especially with the changing manager and five subs, you, you I can't would, see many. I can't see many games where we will at least get 10, 15 minutes. You you would assume that if we are losing the game with twenty minutes left, he will be the sub that comes on. Yeah, you know him or a winger. Yeah, to play centrally. Um, Brendan Aronson. Oh, I've got Brendan Aronson. Oh, I may have add, I may have added two to this as well, actually, come to think of it. Ah, oh yeah. Uh, Brendan Aronson, I will go with six. 
close to me again. I went for five. And last one I've got for these is uh, Luis Sinistera, who, by the way, is apparently back on the grass and should be back to it and should be back properly training much sooner than expected. Yeah. Uh, I, for Luis Sinistera, I've gone with uh, five. Within Just... one again, I, I've gone for four. But he, I think that's the one that could make us look very silly. Because if he kicks on mm. the way he plays, if he does play well, he'll probably score a lot more than that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of it... I I think early doors, it'll be a struggle for him to get in ahead of Aronson and Harrison because of the defensive side of the game that you get from those yeah. two. You see, uh, originally, before Rodrigo had this form, I was assuming Aronson was going to end up in the middle and you'd end up with Harrison and Sinistera. Yeah. But now, if if Rodrigo starts the season well, he'll probably keep his place at least for a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I've gone for four. Um, probably the, my two favourite questions we do for this. Um, first new international cap. That's, that is actually quite a tough one this year. Yeah, I I've, I could only come up with a couple of options, to be honest. The, the three I was thinking it could be would be Jack Harrison, Pascal Strauch, depending on which country he eventually chooses. And yeah, because like if, he, if he'd have been willing to just pick Belgium, he'd have already got one by now. Yeah. Uh, and... Ilan Melier, and I've gone with Melier, and I know they've got a lot of options as goalkeeper. Yeah, but I feel at some point he's going to get a game in a friendly, or I think it might just be one, and and that's it. I don't know if he'll keep his place, but yeah. I think at some point he'll he'll get. I think he'll get a cap if he's doing well in a mediocre Premier League side. Yeah, the base basically so that he can't live in England for five years and just become England's goalkeeper. We'll solve a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, those are options. I, I think that if it was just on who deserves it, I'd probably go for Strauch. Hmm. But with the World Cup coming up, I don't think he, I think it's too late now. I don't think he gets a look in until the next international cycle. Yeah. Uh, again, if it was a few months earlier, Ghana have been trying to talk everyone who's eligible into playing for them. Like Hudson Adoy and uh, and Ketty have made themselves available, and uh, JB is is eligible, so he was an he was a potential, but again I don't think he's making his mind up that quick. So in the end, I've gone for because I, I just feel like he's gonna we're gonna get an 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 injury early in the season, and this lad's gonna play, and just playing every week in the Premier League for a few weeks will get him a cap. Leo Hielder. Hmm. He's already firmly in the 21s squads. He plays a lot. And I just think that he, with Firpo being out, I think at some point early in the season, he's going to get a run of like four games at left back. It'll be enough to get him in a squad and he'll get 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I would love it to be Jack Harrison. I would love him to just be shit up at the start of the season and get picked. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Gareth Southgate's always at Ellen Road. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a nice, easy trip for him, isn't it? Mm. Uh, first under twenty-one league debut. 
And it has to be the league because a few yeah. of them are going to play. A few of them will play the first League Cup game. Probably the only League Cup game it's us. Yeah, this, again, this was a, a tough one just because of how many of them ended up playing last season. Um, has Cody Drama played for us in the league? Yeah, he started against Arsenal yeah. last season. Oh, that was it, yeah. I, I knew he... Sorry, yeah. He got whipped to bits by Gabriel Martinelli. Because he, he came off the bench against Arsenal in the Cup, didn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, I, I've gone for GAB. As uh, a... as a, as a, I, I classed him as an under-21 signing. I'm happy for you to overrule that one if you... If I you am want, okay. But... I am okay with you having uh, JB because... I'll be honest, in my box, in wait, well, hey, in my box, uh, I currently have two names written down, mm. and one of them was him. So, in that case, I'm going to say Archie Gray. Yeah, I, I kind of figured Archie Gray would probably be. I don't know if there's like there was an. He's just skipped he, under 23s, hasn't he, really? If he'd had, if he'd have been allowed to sign earlier and done a full pre season, I think Sonny Perkins would have been a possible. Because mm. that's definitely an under-21 signing. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that you could really that you think might get one. Because, like, Klassen, although it was only 20 minutes, he has done it. Yeah, unless there is a, a collapse with the goalkeeping and Harry Christie has to, to make his debut, which, again, yeah. would be a jump for him because he didn't really... Well, speaking of that, by the way, one, uh, Marsh made it sound very much like we are signing a senior goalkeeper. And class will probably go out and run. But did you hear the stuff about Danny van der Heuvel? No. Right, we just missed this. And by the sounds of it, everyone did. Because there's a tweet from like a Dutch football account from a month ago with like three, three retweets. Uh, like van, van der Heuvel and like four other... Dutch under twenty players were in a really bad car accident. Like really, and uh, Van den Heuvel broke a few vertebrae. Uh, by the sounds of it, he's all right, and he'll be back playing in a couple of months. Hmm. But it, they obviously were. Uh, Marsh basically said we didn't really talk about it because we weren't worried about his playing career. We were just worried about him. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like he's going to be okay. But just as you mentioned, young goalkeepers, which explains why Christie had jumped up a bit in preseason. Hmm. Because it probably would have been him. Uh, I'm just looking at the 23s now. Like, I mean, McKinstry's already played. I would think that out of the ones that are there, if he's fit, maybe Max Dean might be able to sneak onto a bench at some point. And yeah, uh, I, I was trying to think because as it stands, looking at the squad, we're, we're fairly well set at. At centre back, there's no one in there really who, like, a, there's not a particularly good left back in there that you'd. you'd there isn't a left back at all. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> we sold you know, him to you, Stoke. <laughs> yeah, Yelda's already, and Yelda's already played. Yeah. Um, once Aliens back, we'll be fairly set right back again. There's definitely. A, it would take a minor miracle for, for Jack Jenkins or someone to end up getting a game from centre mid mm. because of the dearth of options we now have. So, yeah, yeah it kind of yeah. comes down to um, to Max Dean, basically, or, 
or oh, maybe Fernandez. I was going to say Mateo Joseph. He has a chance as well. Yeah, uh, of, of he could sneak onto a bench or two, and maybe if he if he has a good season, maybe Charlie Allen. Hmm. Uh, but I don't see any of them getting in the league minutes this season. Uh, so, yeah, but Gray and JB, I think they're the best bet. But the, th- the thing that does make it difficult is that so many of the ones that you think it might be already did play last season. Yeah. The, um, the, the 12 combined minutes, three of them got last season. Yeah. like that. From what I've seen of him, if he hadn't already played, the one I'd be banging on about would be Elder. Hmm. But because he's already played, he doesn't count. Uh, so, Casey, your player of the year? Uh, I've gone for Brendan Aronson. I, I think, it, again, because it's it's, uh, it's typically a fan vote as well now, isn't it? And I think he has the potential to be the, the hard-working Pablo Hernandez. I'll tell you what, if it's a fan vote, I might change mine to Rasmus Christensen. Because... Hmm. Everyone loves him, and the club is even pushing this narrative of him being a like hard case and stuff. But no, I'll I'll stick with what I went for. Sometimes you just fall in love with a player in preseason. It's actually great. No, it's Mark Locker. <laughs> I said from the fir- from the, that first ten minutes of watching against Blackpool, I like him. I like him. He's my kind of footballer, and yeah, uh, I just I just think he's going to be really good. So I've gone for him. Uh, I'm really hoping that he, like, just if he's eighty percent of what he is in my head, he's going to be brilliant. Mm. Um, for the young player of the year, who have you gone for? I kind of imagine we will have the same person for this one. I've gone for Joe Calhart. Um, I mean, it is a very, very, very reasonable pick. But it's not who I've got. Because I've got Brendan Aronson. Because uh, he's only 21 now. So he'll still be eligible. As we, as we know by Calvin Phillips, 24. Yeah. So that, <laughs> I, I, I've got Aronson for young player at year. But I mean, if Gellart, man, all he needs to do is force his way into the starting 11 on the regular, which isn't the easiest thing in the world, but he's got enough talent to do it. Hmm. If he does that, he'll probably win it. I don't think he even needs to do that. Such, such is, like, I think if we'd have done the awards this season, I think he wins Young Player of the Year, hands down. Oh, yeah, if they'd have actually released it this year, definitely. Mm. I mean, the thing that can always mess it up is that Melier, I think, is still eligible. Uh, he's 18, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, I reckon we'll probably have the same for this, but top scorer? Uh, Patrick Bamford. Yeah, I've got Bamford as well. There's not really way around it and um I think it was Phil Hay that asked Jesse Marsh today about so how are you going to try and bring Gellar on in he, he's ready to be given this job. And he said he is but he made clear to say if Bamford stays fit he'll be getting the minutes. Yeah. So like there's no doubt about it. Um most assists for Leeds. Um I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Uh, I've gone for Brendan Aronson for that. Uh, mm. Just the thing that the thing that made me mind up was when he started taking them set pieces in the friendly. Yeah, I know they did spread them around. Like Harrison took a few as well, and that 
Rodrigo, I think, took some as well. They, they do like spread him out a bit, but because Aronson, I think, is going to be the one that ends up on a lot of them, I think yeah. he'll I think he'll end up getting it. And the uh, what I consider the main event prediction, 20 points if you're dead on, 15 within one, 10 within two, five within three, but obviously minus 10 if you're off by 10. I doubt that's going to happen. I hope it does, though, because I have a feeling that means we'll have done really well. Yeah. Uh, I have, in the end, gone for 15th place. Oh, Jay, you're such a pessimist. Not as much as I was a week ago. <laughs> Say it. I, I had us 18th, and I was pretty set. Okay, you, you've got to be positive. You've got to look at the new recruits. Look at look at how it went against Cagliari. The, the, the fact they seem to understand the playing style now, and that's why I went 13th. Oh, I thought you were going to say 14th. <laughs> <laughs> So thirteenth. Oh, um, I mean, I would take both of them to be honest. So long as you, so long as we stay up. But as it's it's a weird one this city because that we have gone past that like constant going upwards now, mm. and now we're at a weird position where like stationally this year isn't good enough because it was you know cat's pube away from getting relegated. But if we had three seasons in a row where you were like 14th, you'd get bored of it, but you couldn't say that's unsuccessful. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit of a weird one. So yeah, I've, uh, I have saved that document. They are all there. And there is a big table at the bottom with about 40 lines on it, 38 league games, and we'll get knocked out in the first round of both cups. Uh, with, yeah, all the games on. Because this year, I mean, we can still give... We probably should still give a score prediction. I mean, we can even run it as two separate ones, you know, pick a bet and... Hmm. Yeah, uh, pick a bet and pick a score. But we'll go on to Wolves, which should take us just past the hour. Yeah. Obviously, obviously... By the way, obviously Jackfield must have arrived there because we did do this. What do we think of the Stilton kit? Which, by the way, have you seen it next to that block of cheese? Yeah. So <laughs> when, when, when I went to uh, when I went to football last night with, with Jack, he, he was talking about it. And I I'd somehow not seen the kit until until the evening. Um, yeah, let's say I I kind of like it. It's a bit different. I'll so probably end up buying it. It's not great, but I bought it this morning, so it can't be that bad either. <laughs> um, yeah. So Wolves on Saturday. Wolves is a weird one because Wolves are being tipped to struggle by a lot of people, as are we. Mm. Um, they they haven't really done a great deal in the uh, in the transfer market. Like they've signed uh, Nathan Collins, haven't they, from Burnley? Which I was quite surprised about on Burnley's end, to be honest, given the the players they were already set to lose. I know they've got yeah. a decent fee because it's about twenty million. It, yeah, I suppose if it was twenty odd million. And they've made Huang Hee Chan permanent, and they've got Adana Traoré back off that loan at Barca. It's like a that was a weird signing. That was a weird transfer, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But the main thing with Wolves in pre-season is they they've switched to a back four, which see which I wouldn't have done. <laughs> like they they set up really well with that back three, and it gets the best out of Conor Gordy and. I don't like him in the back four. Uh, the preseason results have there's been nothing major really to talk about, but 
the squad is basically the same as last season. And they weren't great. No, I'm just, I'm just looking through because I've clearly not paid as much attention to them. But, it's, you know, it's interesting seeing like Fabio Silva's got out on loan. Did, didn't he go to Andlet? Yeah. Sorry, there's... Um, there's Dadashev that's gone to Grasshoppers and the where it says fee yeah, on transfer marks, it's just a question mark. Yeah, you get a few of them. Not 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 free transfer, not a loan, not a fee, just... Oh, oh and that, uh, that Francisco Trincao who played well against us last season, he's gone back to Barca and then I think since gone on loan to like Sporting yeah. Lisbon. Was, was that basically a loan exchange? Uh, no, because Trincao was there all season. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but so they've lost a couple and brought in a centre-back and a striker that they already had. Yeah. Uh, like you say, it's it's probably... I, I, I do wonder with this team if there if the needs to be something of a, a refreshing with the squad on the whole... Mm. Um, I know there's there's kind of the, the the school of thought that you've got a group of players that have played together for a fair while now, so that they, they understand it. But again, again, if you're changing the system now, um, I mean, it's probably best for us if, if they're going to the back four now because the um, at Molyneux they really got in behind us out wide, didn't they? Yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't know if that'll take away something from that because they were playing what was it back three with wing backs. Yeah, they were playing like basically they sometimes played sort of a five two one two, but against us they played a five two three, so they had wing backs and wide players yeah. and just got it wide and beat us every time. And then they got the red card, and then we had the amazing comeback. Uh but in from what I can piece together looking at their lineups and stuff, it's four two three one now. Hmm. Uh, and this, obviously, I don't know exactly what the team will be, but I think it'll be Jose Saringal, Samedo at right back, Connor Cody alongside one of Nathan Collins and Max Kilman, and that Rayan Nori at left back. Central midfield two, Neves and Matinho, maybe Dendonka in for one of them. Neves and Matinho, although it's a technically very good central midfield, there's no legs in that midfield. Mm. And them getting pressed by the likes of Aronson and Harrison, who will come inside onto the central players, and Adams as well. I could see us getting some joy out of that. Uh, but the other, but the opposite problem, um, like Raul Jimenez is injured. That's a big thing. Uh, so they have been playing by the looks of it, Podence up front. Uh, but it could be Huang He Chan. Either way. Loads of pace, hmm. quite skillful ability to run in behind, and then sort of the three behind the striker. I think is going to end up being looking at the line. It's probably Treore on the right, uh, that uh, Pedro Neto on the left, and Morgan Gibbs White. Yeah, who had a shit hot loan at Forest in he last see, uh, at Forest. No, was he was he at Forest or was he at? If not, my brain's gone weird. Because he's no, he was on loan at Sheffield United, and Forrest have had three bids rejected for him this week. That's why my brain was being weird. Uh, but yeah, Morgan Gibbs White, who by the looks of it, by by everything that you read and see, was shit hot last season in the Championship. Uh, and they keep turning down big bids, so I'm guessing they're going to give him a chance. 
Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be interested. I, I know this is the stretch now going back to a single game from last season, but I remember watching Wolves against Newcastle around that time we were still wanting Newcastle to drop points because they could have just about been dragged into it. Mm. And uh, Quang was up front on his own. And he offered Sorry, out. Quang, not Quang. Quang is a wrestler. I said Quang. No, it just came like, through with my like Quang. Cool, like cool whip. Quang. <laughs> um, he was he was absolutely just bullied out of the game, playing up front on his own. Um, well, he will get bullied when playing football in that mask. Quang. <laughs> Throwing spinning wheel kicks all the time. <laughs> With his unique body shape. Yeah. Bloody Savio Vega. <laughs> he ruined King of the Ring. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I suppose tactically, outside of the shift in formation, you, you're not going to get too much of a change from, from Wolves from the last few years. It, you know, it wasn't the biggest shift when Bruno Large came in. Um there's decent players there, but I, like you say, there's not been a lot of overhaul. You know, there's not been a lot of turnover in the squad, um, and I do feel with us having a bit of dynamism in in midfield now, it's definitely going to be a lot more competitive than it was last time when it was eleven v eleven. Yeah, I think this match is going to be really scrappy. Just the way that that because it's now both going to be. Sort of four two three one. Hmm. It's going to imagine. I think it, obviously the way that we press them not having much pace. I think it's going to turn into a bit of a scrap this game. Like I can't see there being many goals. I, I, we still haven't changed his mind from two days ago. I'm assuming that um, we will have the same team as we had against Calgary. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Now that I've thought about it, there's there's no way I see us changing that now because. Yeah. I, 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 un, unless I found out that Joffe had scored seven goals in that behind closed door game, I, there's yeah. there's no way the the change in Rodrigo after that. No, so yeah, we'll be Melier, Christensen, Cocurente, uh, Strauch, Adams and Rocker, Aronson and Harrison, and then Rodrigo and Bamford. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's we're going to do two things this year. Uh, for the sake of the maths, I'm going to say that it's a £10 bet every time, hmm. just because it's easier at the end of the season to say. I mean, it's not much harder to do a 5 you just have it, but it just makes for cleaner numbers. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do the scores, and then we'll do one bet for the game if you were going to have a tenner on it. And I'll be honest, the one I've picked out, I actually have had a tenner on it, because hmm. I think it's a really good bet. Uh... So, first things first, you score. Uh, the way to start the season with the KC Classic 2-1 win. 2-1 win. Uh, I think that this is going to be really low scoring, as I was saying before. But I'm actually feeling quite... I'm looking at their team and I don't really reckon a great deal to it at the minute. Hmm. It's certainly not one that we have to win, but I'm going to say we nick it 1-0. No, that's fair. Um, And my... Uh, I... <sighs> I almost don't want to go first because you might just match my bet because you see, I think it's a good one. I, but, I uh, don't really have one. I'm, I'm scrolling through Paddy Power right now, so uh, so you go for it. I mean, if you don't come up with one, you can always just back to one. 
But my uh, my sort of mythical tenor, Skybet three to one that Mark Rocker gets a card. Oh, and I think that's massive. <laughs> I think he's absolutely nailed on to get booked. Oh, let's have a look here as I scroll through. Oh, the Invaders on there. I love when you look through these things at the players that are absolutely not going to play. Mm. Um, you know what? I'm I'm going to go. I'm going to go fourteen to one. Ooh, Rasmus Christensen. Big. Rasmus Christensen to score first. He's up once. It's fourteen to one to score first. Yes. I'm just going to look at a different bookie because that seems like a terrible... I know he scored a fair few goals last season, but that seems like a terrible price. Uh, I'm not going to shop around everywhere and, like... Uh, I'm, on pa- I'm on Paddy Power. I, like, and think, But, like, I'm sure that that will be much bigger other places. Pascal Stroke is 45 to 1. That's, um, the best. That's the bet I should go for. Well, I'll just give you the sky bet price of 18 to 1. All right, fair enough. Because like, I was very, that is a, that is a terrible price. Uh, 18 to 1. Um, if you wanted it, the any time for him is 7 to 1. Also, they're doing it again. It's a tougher game because they're playing Sheffield United. But Charlie Cresswell is 16 to 1 to score any time again this weekend, which is just, it's too big. <laughs> he probably isn't going to score two again, but he shouldn't be 16 to 1. Yeah, uh, Jake, Jake Cooper is also sixteen to one, being the even bigger centre back. But yeah, I've got them in the sheet. So if Christensen scores the first goal, KC will go into a massive lead immediately, and can just can just <laughs> rest can on just, my laurels. Can just spend the rest of the season backing over one and a half goals in every game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, back when we were in the championship, I was listening. I used to listen to the Not Top Twenty podcast every week. They they started doing a thing. They did a betting show where they did this, and it was who who ended up with the most at the end. And I can't remember, but one of them was miles behind at the end and just started at, pick, tipping up centre backs to score the first goal in every game. <laughs> and he, there was a week where he hit like two, I think. <laughs> I'm a, well, I'm hopeful that uh, Rasmus Christensen summons his inner Luke Ayling. I don't know his wasn't the first goal in that game, but that's how I want him to start. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't remember the exact numbers, but didn't Rasmus Christensen get like 10 goals, 8 assists last season? Uh, I don't know. Is, yeah. is the obvious answer to that? Yeah, so that will do us. So we, we've both gone for a win. Of, but, you know, that in the early season, stuff like that, you're always going to think. So, and you've got us 13th. How sort of confident are you that we'll avoid serious trouble? I the thing we've been thirteen is that it's only it's only going to be fairly late into the season when you'll be safe. But I do think, like, I don't think we'll be scrambling around in January because we're that much in trouble again. Hmm. Um, I, I would say probably by the end of February, I, th- I think we'll be yeah. safe. It's a weird one because obviously everyone plays everyone twice, so the fixture shouldn't matter that much. But the fact that we've got a relatively nice start to the season is helping me. Because mm. the players seem fairly confident now. So if they can pick up some points early, 
I think that'll be enough to just get them through and keep, you know, if they then have a bad run, the fact that they it won't be, oh, we've had a bad run and we're right down there immediately, I think should be enough. But it does all, obviously, the downside, if you do have this run, if you start badly, all of a sudden you're terrified. Hmm. I, th- I think the other thing is that, and we said this before, that there's no real run of games where you think we might not pick up a, a point in the next four or something like that. Like we, we had those a couple of times last season. We had them around Christmas and then that again towards the back end of the season when we had sort of Chelsea, Man City and um, who else was it around then? Well, we had, we had Chelsea, Man City and Spurs quite near each other. Yeah, I don't know if it was that. But um, yeah, we had that run where there were a couple of runs where you were just looking going, oh, Christ, I, you know, we we might not and probably won't pick up points here. Well, yeah, that'll do us for episode 166. We will come back to that after the season, see how we've done. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll come out of it well. Um, but yeah, we will... We might. Uh, are you off work Monday? Uh, yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we might well be back Monday then to do one post game because that will probably be my best day next week. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm also off that day. So yeah, that'll do us. I've been Jack. See you. I'm in Casey. Have a good one. In a bit.